What time is it? It's Packard Folks at Time. Hat? Check. Shirt? Check. Pants? Optional. Mug? Double check. Check us out at cafepress.com slash packardpokeset where you can get all this great merchandise and more. Do you like Packard Pokeset and want to hear it on demand and on the go? Download the free app today at stitcher.com. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. This is Packard Pokeset and I'm poking at your news. Your news. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another fun edition of Packard Pokeset. I am your immutable and unmutable host, Packard Sonic, and this is Season 8, Episode 16. And joining me tonight from the ill that is Illinois is Matt, not a believer, 71. Hello, everyone. And joining us for our co-host tonight, and she doesn't make too many appearances lately, but tonight she's filling in for Tony, is Connie, Practical Magic 9. Rumors of my death are highly fictionalized. Hello. (laughs) I've had days like that. Ladies and gentlemen, every advance of the homosexual agenda comes at the expense of religious liberty. You're very popular in a number of state institutions. (laughs) In this country, we have a problem with a lot of religious groups that have a problem with people who are gay and getting married. And one of the biggest ones for a long time, besides the regular Christians and evangelicals, is the Muslim community. And now they are finally starting to turn around. Four years after the fact, that it's looked like they are starting to support same-sex marriage. I'm not saying go out and become a Muslim tomorrow because that is the farthest thing from my brain. But it just it's interesting. The fact is that Muslims in this country are starting to actually be a little bit more accepting about it. This new report just released shows that the opposition to the same-sex marriage that decreased across a board swath of religious groups in the United States, which I kind of just mentioned, that for the first time, Muslims are a part of the significant shift towards equality. According to this report, findings from the Public Religion Research Institute's 2017 American Values Atlas, published this last Tuesday, shows that Muslims by a margin of 51% to 34% favor same-sex marriage, compared to just four years ago when the majority of 51% were opposed. What's interesting is that 58% of of white evangelicals, Christians, and 53% of Mormons, an overwhelming majority of who are white, are opposed to allowing gay couples to marry. What I find interesting about all this and there's a lot of other numbers here i'm not going to get into because it's really kind of boring is the fact is if you don't like it it's really fucking too tough because it's a law and there's nothing you're going to do to change it to keep people who are gay from getting married if anybody who's gay that wants to get married in this country they can get married from shore to shore and Hawaii and Alaska and everywhere else that's in the United States. Well, I applaud the the Muslim community for at least the American Muslim community for finally coming around to this. It didn't matter if you liked it or not. It's a thing. Matt, your thoughts? I would agree with you 100% because it doesn't matter whether they agree with it or not or what other religious group agrees with that or not it's a law and unfortunately you know our government's trying to change that i mean i i feel the same way as you do you know as far as um i mean i applaud the muslim community or at least the american muslim community but either way it doesn't make any difference because it's a law yeah since taking office trump has embraced the white evangelicals with a series of weird ass policies including signing a ban on some transgender people serving in the military which has been reversed twice now because he tried to send out 
saying transgender people can't be in the military with a tweet as if tweeting a thing makes policy, which none of his generals or anybody else in the government was even ready for. And the only reason why he did that is because some religious nut whispered in his ear to say, hey, get the transgender people out of the military and we'll give you a fake reason why. And here's here's our fake reason why. And all the reasons that they gave were all garbage because they had to do another study, which cost the American people more money to show that, hey, these people, the transgender community, don't take up using any more money than anybody else that is currently taking Viagra in the military. In fact, it's less than the people who take Viagra in the military. Connie, your thoughts? What I'm finding interesting is that American Muslims is almost an entire flip. That's a huge shift. Is it because they feel like they're a minority themselves? But then I'm looking here, 32% Hispanic and 27% Blacks cite with the 58% of white evangelicals and 53% Mormons. God, this is encouraging. I have to say that I think that if Islam's come to America, perhaps they come here for freedom more than, you know, adhering with the strict tenets of the religion, I guess. You know, I think it's possible is that since Trump has gotten into office and I, I refuse to call him president because I, I still don't believe he is the actual president. I mean, he's, he's not my president. He's not a, I don't, he's not worth anybody's being presidential. No. And not mine either. Yeah. And the thing is, because I think that Trump has criticized Islam ever since he got into office. I mean, even though it's made a dramatic shift in four years, he's only been in office right around two years now. It just feels like four. It just feels like right. That's where I was going. It just feels like four. feels like 10 right now. Anyway... Yeah, preach it. Yeah, but anyway, I think that some of those people are just doing it because he is not supporting same-sex marriage and they're like, well, he doesn't support us, even though he's supposed to speak for all Americans and he is only speaking for people who are white evangelicals and I'm not going to say KKK because <clears throat> KKK, I think that they are saying, you know what, since Trump is uh, against us, you know what, let's just, uh, we'll go against anything that he likes. A reactionary kind of a thing, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, if, if Trump doesn't like it, then you know what, we do. I so, was thinking the same thing, Connie. Exactly. But this administration has been trying to turn back the clock on this. I don't care how many people they get into the Supreme Court. This is going to take some doing to overturn it. And this is not going to be something that's going to be done tomorrow. It's certainly not going to be in Trump's time anyway. So Probably not. Yeah. Trump is very ugly as a woman. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. Yeah. We're referring to the picture on the page here where they have Trump all dressed in drag. And I have to say, he is ugly. It's pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to agree. What would really be funny is if he was actually doing that. That, that would be funny. Going back in time here a little bit, we did have, what was his name, Hoover? Uh, that was in, uh, the, well, is, I think he, but he was in the like the FBI or CIA or something. And he always dressed in drag, but he did yeah. it for himself too. <laughs> so. <laughs> Not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know. Well, no, I'm like, just saying that, like, if he, like, if President Trump lost a bet or something, and he had to do that, he had to go out in public dressed like that. Oh, he wouldn't. He makes divine look feminine. I'm sorry, that's judgmental of divine. I, I, <laughs> I don't like to go there. Yeah. But. I'm surprised at this big turnaround, but I think that's what it boils down to is like they think that Trump is against them, so they're going to be against anything that Trump is for. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. 
Yes. Yes. And that's a kind of an alliance that I feel really uneasy with, you know. Yeah, it is a kind of an uneasy alliance. But I mean, right now, I think that's the alliance we've got. In a lot of small communities across this country and our larger ones, we have these things called government. <laughs> well, we have city government anyway, and they have meetings of what's going on. I've been to one recently for the first time because it personally affected me in this regard. And if you've been following the show for any amount of time, you'll know that I've been dealing with issues about having to move because this time with the city government getting into the business of where I live. So I'd probably be being forced to move again. That set aside, this atheist, Joseph Richardson, has been trying to give a secular invocation at a meeting at a Winter City Garden Commission in Florida. The thing is, he's apparently been trying for about four years with no luck to get in there. Yet another atheist was able to get in there and deliver an invocation uh, at least once so far in 2015. But the commissioner who had invited the other atheist won't invite Richard for some reason. No idea why. Richard has given the commission examples of recent secular invocations or policy changes that went off without a hitch and they listened but nothing happened when he made his public comments about this in january someone in the crowd shouted out fake news because the constitution is fake news yeah that's that's a thing apparently usually when someone shouts out like that in the audience like that they're usually dealt with but because they probably agreed with the guy that said fake news they didn't do anything the guy was not escorted out or anything like that i'm surprised actually because if that had been the other way around, I'm sure they would have escorted the other person out. Richardson's latest attempt to get the commission to change its ways involves an online petition currently signed by 480 people Well, at the time of this broadcast. And when you include paper signatures, it's over a thousand signatures. It explains that how the current policy allows individual commissioners to select someone to deliver an invocation at each meeting. Even though he's on the list, no one's selecting him. And he believes it's deliberate because others on the list have spoken multiple times. Time so far. I think the best way to deal with this is just to not give invocations. These are religious ceremony thing at the beginning of each of these meetings. And I think they need to go because these people are being paid by us, you know, the taxpayer to do their job. You are working in a secular government and you're working for us. So I want you to do your job and not spend that money, spending that time to pray or, or whatever. I mean, even some people would say, well, why not do a moment of silence? Well, that's still taking up time. That's my time and my money that you're spending. Matt, you're thoughts oh i totally agree with you on that my thing is here you know maybe this guy is not uh liked by these people you know maybe there was a falling out or something i don't know maybe that's why he's not being picked to do a invocation but i agree we need to get rid of that i mean it's you know separation of church and state get rid of it we don't need it i've been to uh meetings in my hometown and they never did that we just done the pledge of allegiance that was it so this is kind of new to me that they're doing invocations for town meeting that's really weird that they do that you know because they don't do it here like i said it's not in every community it's you know the variety of communities uh all over the place i mean right. well it could be a religious community 
too. So that's the thing. But no, nah, they, they, they need to get rid of that. Florida is part of the lowest end of the Bible Belt, too. So kind of your thoughts. I was just looking up what's the purpose of an invocation. And it's basically, I don't know, it says here a form of prayer invoking God's presence. And so that implies that everybody is in agreement that we require some higher deity. Or it might just be saying, you know, meeting is an order and banging a gavel. I don't know. And you know what? Maybe this guy, Richardson, maybe he's, a, he's an asshole. You know, maybe he's <laughs> kind of a jerk. You know, he's the guy who's always complaining because some kids were peeing on my lawn or something, which, you know, I don't blame him. But <laughs> it's just, it's so... And then again, we're talking about a Florida. We're talking about Florida where people go to retire. We're talking about, you know, the get off my lawn kind of evil where people go to retire and die, you know, on the yeah. penis, on the penis of America. So <laughs> um, the invocation is just a calling to order of the meeting. And the fact that they feel the need to invoke a deity just speaks of this whole cluelessness that we all have that, oh, well, you're American, so you must be a Christian to me, you know, as I'm looking at it, just, you know, uh, having hit the ground about an hour ago. Uh, no. Hey, guess what? Uh, also, you know what? If you're not also including Native Americans who want spirits and pagans and atheists and, you know, people who believe in Thor and our alien overlords and stuff like that, just get over yourselves, you know, just hit a gavel and say, hey, the meeting's coming to order now. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's what I think, too. Now, yeah. what's interesting here is that with the percentage of non-Christian invocations that have been reigned disproportionately low with Protestant Christian prayers now accounting for over 95% of all the invocations, I think that's amazingly too high. I think the fact is that the fact that they're putting any prayer in, in these meetings is... Violation it, of it, the yeah, First Amendment. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It's preferential treatment. Yeah, the thing is, they have gone to court over this in some places, as I recall, where they say, you know where you said it's you know it's a violation of the first amendment separation of yeah. church and government but it's been held up in court saying well we can do this thing i don't know what those people were smoking at the time personally i think invocation should just go away you just say okay we bring the meeting to order let's get it done with if you want to push your religion go do it out on the street you know go stand on the corner or whatever no one's stopping you if that's where you want to talk about your religion it's not in a government meeting i mean if you want to pray pray to yourself when somebody else is giving a really boring speech so that you feel like you just don't want to listen to or whatever i guess pray to yourself we don't need this in our government here here <laughs> That's all you need. You're here. Yeah, I'm here. It's acknowledging. That's all these things are, is acknowledging who's here. You're taking a roll call and saying, these are the people who attended this meeting. And at this point, we called it to order. And these are the minutes. That's what it's for. It's about recording. So that as people look back and say, well, who who was the one who signed off on this? And how did you know it was this meeting a public meeting? You know, uh, that's where you prove and say, okay, well, we sent out notices. We said, hey, we're having a meeting about X and O. And that's what these minutiae are f supposed to be about. And it's not about praying to deities. Again, I think that that's something that should be cut away from this. If people want to pray, pray in your car, pray as you're walking in, you know, to whatever deity. Before we get going on this, I do want to put out there what the petition exactly was. He put in a possibility of three different changes here. Change the policy to either drop the invocation, allow any Winter Garden resident to be on the list of possible speakers in order to widen the pool of potential 
help non-Christian speakers, remove the commission's ability to select speakers or rotate through the list fairly. That was the first one. Second one was replace the invocation with a moment of silence. Three, get rid of it, the invocations entirely. And personally, I just go with number three. Amen. <laughs> there's some irony for you. Yeah, there's some irony for you. While we are poking at your news, you can poke us at Facebook and Twitter or poke us with an email at ppapodcast at gmail.com or leave us a message at 662-709-PPAP. Enjoy the show? Help support us at patreon.com slash packardpokeset or look awesome by buying something at cafepress.com slash packardpokeset. No money, no problem. You can help us by sharing the show with friends and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. For everyone that shares and rates us, you kick ass. The Atheists, The Bible, and No Wardrobe, The Podcast. Wait a minute. No wardrobe? You mean we're going to be naked while we do this? Well, seeing how I'm an atheist and I'm reading the Bible and since clothes are flammable, fire! 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 I thought it might be a good idea to take them all off first. (laughs) Naked or not, follow along as we read, analyze, and try to keep you from falling asleep as we go through this boring-ass book. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker. Who knows? We may even be on YouTube someday. And be sure to check out our secondary podcast, The Atheist, The Bible, and No Wardrobe. We're still in the book of Leviticus, I believe, right now. It's an ugly, ugly book, but there's a passage Connie and I had talked about. It was in Leviticus 8.8, you know, where they uh, do the coin flip. (laughs) There's your God. I've mentioned it a few times, so now I'm cluing you in on what it was. If you didn't go uh, in, so. good times, good times, good times. Yeah, there was. Uh, I, I enjoyed reading those things with you. I, I have to say, reading the Bible—that's saying something. So, <laughs> don't read the Bible without a friend. You have to have a Bible buddy. Yeah, don't Bible alone. In California, they are doing some changes to the legislature to make sure that people who do these gay therapies are not allowed to do their business because this is causing a harm because religious people like to say, because my Bible says so, therefore you should not be gay or you should not be allowed to be with the person that you love because they happen to have the same genitals, which is total crap. The National Catholic Register today said that Assembly Bill 2943 passed the state assembly in this last April. Christian groups and religious freedom advocates warned that the measure could lead to a ban on the sale of Bibles. Reality is laughing at you people because that's not a thing. If you want to buy a Bible, you can buy it anywhere. You can buy it online. You can buy it at your local Christian bookstore. They're not going to stop you from buying a Bible. 
because reasons and good ones. And the, the religious people out there seem to think that we're trying to take away and ban books. No, which is ironic because religious people have tried to ban books left and right. The Freedom Advocates have warned that the measure could lead to a ban on the sale of Bibles, particularly if they're flagged as a resource for faith-based therapists helping patients address sexual orientation or gender identity issues. Because their Bible says that being gay is a wrong, therefore we need to stop that. That's just crap. The NCR said that nationwide, the LGBT activists have secured laws that bar so-called conversion therapy in nine states in 34 cities and counties. First off, they're not just saying that they're banned these conversion therapies, which are harmful. They should be banned, but they're also banning them for mostly for children. What they don't understand is what they're doing is a harm. They want to allow people who are going to go after these children that are saying that, hey, I like the same gender. Those things should be banned. If you're an adult and you say, I want to be straight and go to this thing, go ahead. But you know what? You're causing harm to yourself. These things don't work. There's been a lot of data that shows that these people who go to these gay conversion therapy things, they will just end up going back to the people that they love or they, that they feel that they're attracted to because that's the way you're wired. The bill supporters have pushed back and said that the fears of the statewide ban on Bibles are overblown. Many legal specialists agree with this assessment. This is what the bill actually says for context here. Advertising, offering to engage in or engaging in sexual orientation change efforts with an individual. The measure also targets efforts designed to overcome sexual behaviors or gender expressions or to eliminate or reduce sexual or romantic romantic attractions or feelings towards individuals of the same sex. It's junk science. Religious people can't get over the fact that people who like the same gender exist. They think that we got to get these people to be the same thing that we are because we're uncomfortable with our own sexuality. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, it definitely does not work. We had a friend of the family whose son went to one of those things and ended up attempting suicide. It's really sad. California's not banning Bibles. The Christians going all haywire. They're jumping the gun. They think that their magical book is going to be taken away from them. That's all it is. But it's not. PolitiFact, a fact-checking website, sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't. They took up the most disturbing question posed by the critics. Would AB 2943 ban the sale of Bibles? A sweeping ban on Bible is unlikely, said Eugene Volk. I'm probably tearing that name up. A top constitutional scholar at a University of California in Los Angeles School of Law. But he took the question seriously and told PolitiFact that the law could affect the sale of Bibles if it was tied to a practice that seek to change the person's behavior. Let's just say you wanted to open up a gay conversion therapy and you like, I want to buy $10,000 worth of Bibles because we need to shove these things down people's throats. Then that sale of Bibles to that type of individual or business probably would be banned in that regard. But overall, if somebody wants to go out and buy a Bible for their own personal use, there's no problem with that. Kind of your thoughts. If you want a Bible, just go to Motel 6, steal it, break that commandment, but then, you know, repent. Yeah, all you have to do is go to Snopes.com and uh, would a proposed law ban the Bible, quote unquote, in California? And they say false. I give Snopes a huge plus for me for fact checking. And as far as this whole thing about using the Bible, uh, excuse me, if you're treating people and you already have a preconceived notion of what's quote 
quote unquote wrong with them and you think that it's based on religious like this excuse me no uh, you shouldn't be in practice you should not be treating people the people the, the Gideons that put those Bibles in there which is what they do they actually encourage people to steal the Bible to take the Bible with them there's it reminds me what you were saying there about yeah. being in the, the the hotels there there was this old TV show it's called Cheers and <laughs> You know what? I love Cheers because everybody knew my knew my name. Everybody knew my name. <laughs> there was this one episode where Sam, he said he was going to take a vow of celibacy for some reason because of a bat or something. Plot device. <laughs> yeah, plot device, right, exactly. And he went to a hotel and he said, I was rolling up my socks and I was going to put them in the nightstand. And I was like, why would you do that? He's like, don't, don't, don't break the, don't break the plot here, you know? So, so, and then everybody's like, why would you do that? No, don't. Hey, I'm he goes, I'm not an animal. So I go to open it up and there's a Bible in there. So we immediately left that one and we went to another motel. And sure enough, there was another Bible in there. And we went to another motel and there was another Bible there. What are the chances? And everybody's looking at each other like, dude, seriously? <laughs> God. I wonder why they put Bibles in motels. It's because of the Gideons. They have a thing with the hotel change and say, let me put our book of lies in your hotel. Because sin, sin right. happens in motel rooms. Right. <laughs> no. Because of my job, I've been to a hotel and I looked through the drawers. and I didn't find a Bible, which I was kind of glad if I had found one. This is what you should do is you take the Bible and you shove it somewhere in the room where they can't find it. I mean, don't take it. Just leave it in the room, but hide it somewhere in the building somewhere, or at least in that room. And most people would just take and shove it between the mattresses if it's at all possible. So that you could tell if the bed's been flipped at all anytime recently, depending on how many Bibles you find in between the, the mattresses. So <laughs> Put it underneath the remote. Put it in the middle of the washcloths. Put it... <laughs> By the toilet. Someplace it might be actually useful. I'm out of toilet paper up here. Oh, I get up. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Open there it. You too. There you go. That's a horrible Open thing to do to a toilet, though. I mean, I'm just saying. You know what I would do? <laughs> okay. I would, if the hotel what? window opens, I'd open it up, stick it out the window, light it on fire, let it go. <laughs> if I was like on a high floor or something, you know. Some men just want to see the world burn there, Matt. There mm. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fire, fire. <laughs> because there's nothing but death and refuse in the rectum. The, no life can come out of the rectum. The rectum is designed to get rid of death and waste. That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. Yeah, Remember a few years back, there was the Pulse nightclub shooting, and there was a Christian there who was a survivor. He says he announced that he was now straight thanks to to jesus i guess i you know traumatic things cause people to do stupid things or sometimes cause people to change their behavior sometimes for the good sometimes for the worst now the reason why that's controversial is because that this person who claims he was there anyway said he was at the freedom march in washington dc sponsored by a christian group voice of the voiceless okay i'm gonna stop right here for just a moment you are the majority of the population you are not voiceless you're just annoying and no one wants to listen to you prattle on about how gay people are bad. Now, this rally was dedicated to convincing LGBTQ people that they can change their sexual orientation or gender identity. That's not a thing. If you think that's possible, 
be gay for a day or the rest of your life. I've talked to people that think that gay people can change your orientation and they are so set in their mind that gay people can change that they go beyond stupidity. You might be wondering, how did this rally go? Well, it looks like from the photos, a whole maybe 20 people showed up, maybe less, tens of people. That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> to show how stupid you really are. One of the things that you see in the videos, at least one of the speakers noted the higher rate of suicide for gay people is higher, even higher rate for transgender people. Now that was intended to motivate his crowd to turn those people straight. Dude, the reason why those people are trying to commit suicide is because you keep attacking them about them being gay or transgender. They wouldn't try and commit suicide if people like you would just leave them alone. Gay people exist and you need to fucking deal with it. And you people who do not accept gay people or transgender people are dying off like dinosaurs. And I cannot wait until you go to start up a rally and you are a rally of one. Matt, your thoughts? Oh, I, first of all, I agree with what you're saying. Now, as a gay man, I've been gay all my life. When you were talking about the uh, things are dying off like dinosaurs, it's like they're trying to revive it. Mm -hmm. You know, Now it's widely accepted. You know, people are more accepting of, of the homosexual community. You know, we, we've got gay marriage now is legal all around. And the Christians are just trying to revive it to get people to be against it. That, that, that's what I think. They're, they're, they're trying to give CPR to something that's starting to become a dead issue, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. No, I think you're right. I think that they're trying to revive their bigotry. A couple of years ago, Brian Fucktard Fisher had said, well, we should bring back the word discriminate against those people. And the thing is, that's the exact opposite of what you should be doing. And you're right. I mean, I think that because they're becoming more accepting, the religious people can't handle it. And they do need to die off like dinosaurs. Kind of your thoughts. Well, not to join on too long, but I think that I don't care. I don't care about how other people identify. I don't even care if as they're trying to figure out who they are and who they love. I don't care if they go back and forth between men and women. I don't care if they identify as homosexual for a long time and think, well, is this what I want? Because as a person, sometimes I'm not sure about things. But then again, I'm looking at the world from my own perspective. And my own perspective is that I'm not sure about a lot of things because I want to please people and I just love people in general. And I'm not going to sit here and judge it because guess what? This is the biggest thing for me is that I don't get to decide who somebody else loves or doesn't love. And honestly, as long as you're being good to each other, that's what I really fucking care about. I care that you are kind to other people. I care that you love them and I care that you're honest with them. I care that you're honest with yourself first and foremost. And guess what? You know, I don't care if you love men or women or both or whatever. You know what? If you don't want to be monogamous, that's what I find I really care about. I wish that all of this had been a thing back when I was 10, 11, and 12 years old. Because at a point in my life when I was trying to understand things, I was told, well, girls don't love girls. That's not okay because of fucking religion. I'm sorry, people, but I really do kind of hate religion quite a lot. The kind of religion that tells people who they are and it demonizes it because I didn't get to explore that because I was a good and obedient little girl. And it's not that I'd never liked boys because I did like boys too. And I just realized how much exterior it dictated everything. And that's why I really fucking hate conversion therapy because it is people trying to impose their huge restrictions on other people. An 18-year-old 
girls are old enough to sign contracts and shit. And we're going to tell kids who they are. Excuse me. No. You know what? Adults don't necessarily know who they are until they're at least 24, 25 years old. And that's assuming that they've been able to fully explore this. But I don't see how it matters to anybody else outside of that relationship, who they are and who they love. So I don't understand that. And that's how I feel. I agree with you. Just If someone wants to explore their sexuality, there should be no problem with that. I mean, the fact is that we put this thing in people's heads that say, because you're genitalia is this you should only like that genitalia consensuality is the biggest thing consent it has nothing to do with who you're attracted to if somebody wants to receive the affection you want to give them that should be the only issue you're right i mean it it should be consent if matt is uh, consensual for example with another man and that's fine if or if i go after say somebody that's the same gender which i i'm I'm not attracted to but if i did and i they said hey i i don't want that from you it's like then you know what then say see ya you know that's fine or you know or even if it's of an opposite gender if i go after of somebody that's you know a female and me being male and they and i say hey i don't want that then or they do want that it's all about consent to say yes i want this no i don't want this and since i'm an adult and the person i'm dealing with is an adult it would be them saying you know i consent to doing this activity or being in a relationship with you that would be uh, our business alone yeah exactly in some ways i don't understand how come this is so complicated because it really just comes down to consent doesn't it it doesn't matter what combination or combinations we're talking about. If your morality also drives it, guess what? Yeah, okay, that's fine for you. But you know, don't sit here and make laws about other people because children can't give consent, dead people can't give consent, dogs can't give consent. <laughs> Furniture can't give consent. Right. You know? Exactly. Well, no, you're so. right. They, they would go the slippery slope. Well, if we allow gay gay people to stay married, <laughs> then we have to allow them to have sex with children and furniture and their cars. <laughs> what kind of weird planet do you live on, you freak? <laughs> Here's something that I say. Yeah. I don't live their lives and they don't live mine. Yes. Uh, and that's the truth. Well, why should we get involved in other people's lives or sexual orientation? I don't sleep in your bed. You don't sleep in mine. Right. Yeah, what happens in my bedroom is nobody else's business except for mine and the person exactly. I'm in. I mean, unless a law is being broken, that would be a different story. Let people live how they want to live. If it doesn't hurt themselves and it doesn't hurt anybody else, what is your problem? Yeah. And tonight we have our logic game and we have our logic statement for tonight, which reads, it's obvious 9-11 was an American government-led conspiracy to justify war in Iraq and Afghanistan. No plane hit the Pentagon. The Twin Towers collapse was a controlled demolition. Whatever. Is this A, appeal to consequence of a belief, B, confirmation bias, C, relativist fallacy, or D, unfalsifiability? Matt, what do you think? Is it A, B, C, or D? Oh, boy. I'm going to go with B. You're going to go with B. Connie, what do you think? A, B, C, or D? I was going with B also, although (laughs) I plead the fifth. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can't plead the fifth on this one. Oh, damn it. Uh, B. Okay. B. All right. Well... I'm afraid you are both correct. Ah, 
cool. <laughs> it, it is B, confirmation bias. Cherry picking evidence that supports your ideas while ignoring contradictory evidence. Right. So congratulations. You guys got that right off the bat. And I just we guessed. Got I didn't. I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, I don't even know any of these things. So that's why we do this segment. So, you know, you, you'll learn how to use your basic logic skills. I want a scoop of, of vanilla ice cream on my cherry pie. <laughs> well we got to get out of here we'll be back next week uh now before we get going quick programming note starting next week we mentioned this on the staff meeting show if you've been downloading the shows you, sh- you sure already know this but we're going to be truticating the show due to my limited time down to a couple of segments and rotating segment that's at the end there so this will change eventually once my living situation and my job situation is resolved because things at my workplace are a little hectic as it is and with this possible having a move i still want to provide content to everybody because of my limited time i do i want to get it out in a reasonable amount of time and not have to have everybody wait like almost a week for something we recorded on a monday before i would because of the amount of time i had i could usually get it done in a day because i had a whole day to do all the editing clean up and get it ready and put it out the door now that time is gone i just don't have it even now that we've moved it earlier in the week so again starting next week the show is going to be truncated a little bit it's not going to be a really long show but it, you're still going to get something from us at least i apologize but once everything settled down hopefully in a few weeks we'll be able to get the show back to uh full strength again as of for right now time is uh, not on my side with that this has been packer pokes that we just poked at your news and that's a wrap